Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the latest edition of the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. I want to take a moment to thank you for joining us today and also just to remind you what I say every week, which is that what you're about to hear should not be considered individual investment advice, but instead just my thoughts and our firm's thoughts on what's going on with the market and the economy. If you would like to see how this might relate to your personal portfolio, I'd encourage you to give us a call. Last week was the 82nd anniversary of the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. That was a very audacious attempt to crush America's Pacific fleet, but it also awakened a sleeping economic giant. In just four years, the United States and its allies created the most ferocious war machine ever created. But they also created the platform for long-term economic growth and prosperity, the likes of which the world has never seen. But the war also brought us a new set of problems. It was highlighted by the weapon that ended the war, the atomic bomb. If you enjoyed this summer's blockbuster movie, Oppenheimer, which was fantastic, by the way, I'd encourage you to watch it, you know that the invention of nuclear weapons was both a peak of American ingenuity, but it was also a clarion call for the new risks that the world now faced. It was just two years later that Albert Einstein and Oppenheimer and a group of scientists concerned about the risks of nuclear weapons started something called the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. Now, you probably haven't heard of this group, but you've heard of their most famous product, the Doomsday Clock. It's held out to the world as a scientific assessment of how close the world is to Armageddon. Originally, it was focused on nuclear Armageddon, but they've since expanded that to include climate change and disruptive technologies. And the Bolton's led by a board with credentials that you or I could never match. Nine Nobel laureates, professors in mathematics and physics and chemistry from the world's top universities, top scientists from government and the corporate world. These guys are no slouches. These are the real deal. And according to them, the doomsday clock today is set at 90 seconds to midnight. That is worse than in 1949 when the Soviets tested their first atomic bomb. It was three minutes to midnight then. It's worse than when the U.S. introduced the hydrogen bomb. It was two minutes then. And it's a lot worse than 1962 during the Cuban Missile Crisis when the doomsday clock was set at seven minutes to midnight. In fact, according to these esteemed scientists, the world has never been closer to Armageddon than it is right now. Really? Really? This is it. This is the most dangerous time. I'm not so sure that's true. Let's look at a few things that happened statistically between the start of the bulletin in 1947 and today. In 1947, according to Gapminder, 55% of the world's population lived in extreme poverty, meaning they didn't even have enough food to eat. They couldn't buy the food they needed to eat. By 2022, that number was 9.4%, nearly an 80% drop. Life expectancy is another interesting statistic. Worldwide, life expectancy in 1950 was 46 and a half years. 46 and a half years. Today, even after a drop from COVID, it's 71 years. People are living nearly 25 years longer today than they were when the doomsday clock came out. But surely, the world's a more violent and scary place, right? Nope. Good homicide data is hard to come by prior to 2000, but in just the last 23 years, the world homicide rate has fallen by 20%, no matter which data set you look at. 
even after a particularly war-torn year in 2022, thanks both to what's been going on in Ukraine and some violence in Africa, the number of deaths from armed conflicts last year was less than half of what it was in the late 1940s. And by the way, I might point out less than what it was every single year in the 1980s. So what, in the safer and more prosperous world, does this have to do with investing? Why does any of this matter to your portfolio? I have one word for it. It's fear. Even the smartest scientists in the world can succumb to fear. And by doing so, they lose perspective. When looking back and asking the question, are we safer today than when the U.S. and the USSR nearly started a global nuclear war? We can gain a bit of perspective. Obviously, we are safer today. The same goes for the markets. We've been living with the specter of recession hanging over our heads ever since the Fed started raising rates in early 2022. It's got people a little freaked out. Frankly, it's why I'm doing this podcast today, why we're talking about this today, because I've, I've gotten a lot of calls on it. Nearly every big-brained economist in the world has been saying a recession is coming, a recession is coming for the last two years, and yet it isn't here. Will it come? Of course it will. Of course. We have a recession on average every 6.4 years. That's going back to 1953. We're always going to have a recession. And while technically we had one in 2020, I wouldn't actually classify that as a classic recession. It was caused by a very specific non-economic reason, COVID, and it was very short-lived. We haven't had a true recession since 2008, 2009, which was more than 14 years ago. Now that brings me to my last point. The Great Recession of 2008 should not be our barometer for what the next recession might look like. It was not normal. Are you ready for a really wild statistic? I can guarantee none of you are going to believe this when I say it because, frankly, it shocked me when I looked it up. The average recession in the United States since 1950 lasted 10 months. The average market return during that time? Positive. Positive 1%. Not a lot of positive, but it was positive. Even in more recent times, the average market return of the last four recessions dating back to 1990 was negative 8.8%. That math includes the 2008 recession when the market fell 41% during the recession. We've all dealt with an 8.8% correction in our portfolios before. Now, am I saying we should all be Pollyannish? We should ignore the signs of economic struggle? We should just go on about our day and forget about it? Of course not. But we can't paralyze ourselves with fear either. Imagine the market returns we would have missed out on if we had run for shelter over the last several years. Cautious optimism is a very important trait for investors, and it's one I hope you can really think about. And the dirty little secret here, the next recession, like all of those before it, is going to be a tremendous opportunity to create wealth for those who stick it out. I don't want to say this out loud, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. So we'll leave it there for now. As always, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you'd like to talk about this, give us a call at the office. You can reach us at 515-273-1333, or you can always visit us on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I hope you have a fantastic week. We are going to be back next week talking about what the Fed decided at the last Fed meeting for 2023. Looking forward to it. Take care. Securities offered through Arate Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Arate Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm. 